Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, everybody. We are back. I'm Ricky Hampton, along with former Milwaukee Bucks center Paul Mokeski. This is We Got Next. <clears throat> We're getting off to a little late start. We got a tech for technical difficulties. But, Mo, we are here and we are ready to go. Our, uh, our staff of electricians and uh, people behind the scenes, uh, namely uh, uh, Ricky, took care of it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you can't fire me. At least you can't fire me because I'm I'm part of the show. So <laughs> I, maybe I shouldn't speak too soon on that. Yeah. Right? Well, you don't want to be uh, coach of the year or something because then you'll be fired immediately. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, we we want to welcome everybody uh, in on this Monday evening. Clearly, we got a lot to talk about as we uh, uh this is draft week, Mo, and. Everybody in the NBA is lying right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what, what is that? What are, what are the days like leading up to the to the draft? But before this, Steve Schroeder says we'll find twenty five dollars. <laughs> wow. Okay. There's nowhere we can send that, Steve. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, there's lots going on with free agency and trade possibilities. The drafts coming Thursday. Uh, all the general managers and player personnel uh, are on the phones and, you know, trying to trying to, to uh, guess what other people are thinking. And 90% uh, of what is said uh, on, over the phone are lies. <laughs> They're trying to <laughs> deceive each other. You know, it's just part of the game. And, uh, you know, behind the scenes is really interesting, you know. And then, you, you know, you find out, you know, who you can trust. That's why a lot of times in the NBA you see trades made – uh, by general managers that that know each other, that have a past, because then they actually trust each other. You know, maybe, uh, you know, someone played for Pat Riley or, you know, someone played with somebody else. And, uh, you know, with, uh, you know, Michael, you know, it's interesting, you know, Michael Dunleavy Jr. just got his general manager job a couple of days ago, and he's throwing head first right into the fire of, you know, Draymond Green is, uh, you know, uh, uh, denied his uh, yeah. player's option. Declined his sale. option. So he, he 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 denied it, right? He didn't sign it. Yeah. So he's a free agent, um, which doesn't, you know, a lot of people overreact and think, well, he's not going. That doesn't mean that. That means uh, either he's trying to get something done longer term with the Warriors uh, or he's trying to get something signed so he can be traded. So, uh, you know, that that's a... You know, that, that's a, a big thing for the Warriors at this point. You know, they've been running it back for a long time. But now, uh, after this year and the, the tribulations they've had inside their organization, uh, you, know, they're, uh, you know, they have a big decision to make. Are they going to commit to Draymond Green, who, in my opinion, has taken a step down uh, talent-wise uh, and effectiveness-wise 
um, you know, because of his age and, you know, uh, you know, he's had, he's had a great run. He's still a very good player. I don't know. I saw somebody say that he said on a podcast that he's still one of the top five players in the league. Eh, very wrong there. You're not <laughs> close to a top five player. Come on, man. You know, uh, you, you need to get, get rid of your ego or, you know, whatever. But, uh, you know, he's still an effective player. It could be a great piece. And we talked last week, you know, if, if I was the Denver Nuggets, I would look to see if there's any way I could grab him, uh, you know, because he could be a, a nice fit at the four. Uh, and he can back up the Joker because he does a lot of what the Joker does. He, he can't shoot threes, uh, you know, but he's a good passer, dribble handoff guy, pick, set picks, all that stuff, backdoor passes. He does a lot of what the Joker does, and he could be a nice little fill-in for him uh, when the Joker goes to the bench. But, uh, you know, that's just one of the yeah. things that's going on right now. Yeah, yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't think Draymond would be our lead conversation uh, tonight, uh, and, but because he came up quick, I, I do want to want to hit him because I mean he just can't go anywhere and be effective. Uh, am I right about that, Paul? Doesn't he have to be in a kind of a particular situation to you to really utilize his skills? Because he's not yeah. going to scoring. Yeah, I think. You know, there's so many stagnant offenses uh, in the NBA, right? Uh, we complained about the Boston Celtics, right? How stagnant they got, you know, with, with Brown or Tatum just going one-on-one. -on -one. And, you know, Draymond Green would not fit in there, you know, because he needs motion on his offense. You know, he needs to hit guys back door and do dribble handoffs and, and, do dribble, and uh, set picks and back picks for people. And that's how he's effective in his great passing ability. Now, he's a good defender, not as great as he was, but still good uh, and a good rebounder, and he can push the ball. But, yeah, he, he needs to be an effective. He needs to be in, a, in the right system, which he's been in for years now with the Warriors. It was a perfect fit. Um, perfect. So that's why I believe the Warriors are trying to find some way to keep him. But, you know, the whole thing with the pool situation and the punch at the beginning of the year set a bad tone for everything. And, you know, I told you, you can say whatever you want. Oh, we shook hands and everything is okay. Blah, blah, blah. I don't believe that. I think something like that sticks in the back of your mind for a long time, especially if you're a young player. And uh, that's a problem for the Warriors. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. But hey, but but man, but really the big news uh, of the day was made in, 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 uh, in Phoenix where the Suns are... Uh, Trading away Chris Paul and Shamet for Bradley Beal, uh, which gives them just some ultimate firepower on the offensive end with Beal, Booker, and Kevin Durant. I'm interested to know, Mo, how do you see that working? Because all those guys kind of do their thing with the ball, although Durant is really capable of just fitting right into any offense. But but Bill and 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 uh, Booker playing together. How do you see this? I I I I don't. I see it as a potential problem. I don't see it like a Luca Kyrie deal where they're both ball, point guards and they both you know have to have the ball in their hands. I don't see it as that. Uh, but you know they do have the ball in their hands. KD needs to think how he played with the Warriors, right? He fit into a system and he played with. He played with uh, uh, Clay and Curry, so you know he can fit in. Um, 
And the Warriors, when they were successful with him and won a championship, they didn't have really a point guard, right? They all kind of brought the ball down and handled it. The guy that's going to be the odd man out and could could uh, throw a wrench in this whole deal is uh, uh, Aiden, the same. Because he's already complained about not getting enough shots. Well, guess what? You're going to get fewer shots now. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, uh, he, they have a veteran coach now, uh, you know, that might help that a little bit. But, you know, if you look at it, uh, Booker, 28 points a game, KD, 26. Uh, Bradley Beal averaged 24 last year, but he's averaged almost 30 before. And then Aiton's at about 18, who could be 20. That's almost 100 points a game between four guys. That's amazing. You know, but, you know, it's going to come to how they fit in, how they're willing to work with each other, and really, in my opinion, how Aiden will accept this and how they will keep him involved in the offense. You know, I always believed in, in the best teams, you know, when your centers run the floor, give them some passes, let them give them the ball, let them get involved and, you, you know, get him, get him excited. Then he'll rebound and block shots for you because guess what? No matter how much you can score, you're not going to win the West and you're not going to win an NBA championship unless you can guard the Denver Nuggets and Joker. You know, it's just not going to happen. So Aiden is, is a guy that's big enough to defend them, can be effective to defend them. I still think they need another big on that team. Uh, but, uh, you know, he's, to me, you know, Beal and Booker and, and uh, uh, KD, they can do what they can fit in and do what they want. They just have to understand, get to know each other's game. Aiton is the big piece right here. If he buys in and he's not concerned about points and he's more concerned about winning, he got his contract, right? So he, he needs to, you know, if he can do that, then that, that's a big, uh, you know, a big, you know, a big advantage for them. And, you know, they, they also picked up, you know, a couple of younger players like uh, Isaiah Todd, who's a young big that played in the G League mostly. Um, you know, he's 6'10". And Jordan Goodwin, who's a, a, a nice solid point guard, he's younger too. So that helps him in the long run too. So, um, you know, it, it's going to be interesting to see how this works out. Uh, uh, Steve brings up a, a – Steve Shoulders brings up an interesting point, talking about uh, Durant maybe being hurt again. Uh, and – not only Durant is a, a kind of an injury concern now, but so is Bill. Bill has not played more than 60 games since 2018. Durant hadn't played more than 55 games since he injured his Achilles in 2019. Yeah, so Booker missed some time last year with uh with injuries. Yeah, but that's everybody's problem, right? Everybody's hurt. LeBron was hurt, AD was hurt. You know, you know, uh, uh, Middleton was hurt. Lopez was hurt. You know, everybody's everybody gets hurt. You just have they're going to have to manage it enough. You know, at this point in the West, we know, right? You know, you can finish first or you can finish eighth and still get into get into the finals, right? So, hey, Adam, what's up, man? Yeah. Uh, so, you know, you got to manage that. That's why you have to have enough depth to be able to have home court at least for the first round in the playoffs. So that's where these young players. You know, come in and you know, you know they, they got uh, uh, Cam Johnson, who's who's a decent player. Uh, uh, Tory Craig, who's a free agent. Um, you know, they got some other pieces they need to keep. And here's a here's a name that no one's talking about. And Adam, you will know this, right? They picked up a big. His name is Jock uh, 
uh, Landale. He's uh, he's 6'11", 265-pound uh, center from Australia. And he's a big physical player. You saw him a little in the playoffs, and he was pretty effective. If they can sign him, they can take some of the pressure off of uh, 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 KD and Aiden and that. And, you know, that could, that could help them a lot if the Suns do that. On the flip side, Chris Paul is on the move again. Uh, do you think, uh, and uh, Adam, oh. yeah, yeah, let's get this in from Adam. That's his guy. He's an Australian man. So I don't know what time it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ozzy, yeah. Ozzy, oi, oi, oi. <laughs> Good call, Vic Mojo. Jock is mean, a fellow Ozzy. I mean, we've talked about this before. Like, Denver, we'll talk about this in the draft. That bothers me, right? Denver has someone that the hardest person to guard was the Joker because he's so big and strong and skilled. So you have to be able to combat that to win a series against the Denver Nuggets. So all those teams should be thinking along those lines about how we can guard the Joker. Now, that's not all the things you have to do, but that's one of the things and one of the main things you have to do. So, you know, signing a big body like uh, uh, Landale, you know, is huge. You know, so he can he can play 15, 20 minutes a game. Uh, you know, if players go down more during the season and then give you 15, 20 hard in the playoffs, that's huge. And, you know, now Chris Paul, you know, I don't think anybody believes that Chris Paul is going to end up with the Washington Wizards. I mean, you know, I, I think he's going to be on the move. Uh, the interesting part of that is well, the ball movement here. Uh, he has, uh, you know, and talk about injuries. He's been hurt a lot, right? So, uh, you know, he's a he's still an effective uh, true point guard, veteran. Guys listen to him. He can still get it done on the, on the court, not for 35 minutes anymore, but for 30 or 29. Uh, but, you know, his contract is, is a huge deal right now. So, you know, uh, he's going to make um, 20 million. But no, he's going to make uh, 30 million uh, this year and 30 million next year. Uh, if he's not if he's not waived by June 28th, which is nine days from now, but if if he's waived, then his only part of his contract is 15 mil. I'm sorry, it's uh, I can't get the numbers right, but if you waive him, you can save 45 million dollars, and then he becomes a free agent. He can go where he wants and sign what he wants because if he's going to go to a contender and chase that ring that he's been doing. He's not going to be able to make 30 or 40 million. He's going to have to come down to 15 or 20 to fit into someone's salary cap that has enough firepower to actually make a run at a championship. Well, we talked about Draymond, where you thought he'd be a good fit. Where would Chris be a good fit? And I know it's kind of hard to get into that because the teams aren't settled right now, but just kind of generally speaking. Well, obviously, a lot of people are talking about LA because that's where he's from. And- he has a house there. His family's there. Um, you know, so, you know, the Clippers would, if he was going for a championship, the Clippers would be number one, I think. However, the problem with the Clippers is uh, right now with uh, one, two, three, four, five, with eight players, they're at $180 million in salary already. I mean, with Kawhi and Paul George almost making $100 million between them. So, you know, they don't have much room salary cap-wise. They have the roster. Zubox a decent center. Uh, 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 Marcus Morris, the, the not-so-great twin. 
uh, Norm Powell, Terrence Mann, uh, uh, Eric Gordon is a free agent. They can with a play, with a with a team option. So they have the roster to make a run at a championship. They they still need a big to compete with the Joker, but he would fit in there. And Balmer, their owner, has. I mean, he's he's if not the one of the top richest owners in the NBA. When we're talking about billions of billions of dollars, so you know if you're going over the salary cap uh, at 180 million right now, you're over it. So you're paying another double on that. So you're at 250 million probably. So to sign Chris Paul, you're gonna, you can be at 300 million. But if you want to make a run at this championship, that's that's a good fit. The other team in LA, the Lakers, you know, I think he would be a good fit there. And at, this year they're only at 100 million only, 100 million next year. So they do have room in their salary cap. Yeah. The problem is they have Austin Reeves as a free agent and Hachimori is a free agent. So they have to sign those guys. Because right now they only have LeBron, AD, Mo Bamba, Vanderbilt, and Malik Beasley. That's the only players they have at this point. Hey, you know, uh, Kurt, uh, 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 Steve mentioned, of course, he loves his Bucks with, with Paul. How, what about Paul in Milwaukee? I, 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 I don't think that's a, I don't know what they would have to give up, but, you know, uh, uh, Holiday's my point guard. I'm, I'm not, I don't need Chris Paul. I don't. You know, you know, I'm not going to pay Chris Paul a zillion dollars just to support back up to, to Holiday. So, uh, you know, if you take him off the ball, maybe, you know, uh, it depends on what they do with Middleton. So, uh, you know, I just, I, I, you know, taking taking Holiday off the ball because Chris Paul is a point guard. When he's on the floor, he has the ball. Nobody else does. It's not share the ball, you know, what? I'm a point guard, you're not. It's not like that. He is dribbling up, he is running the stuff, he's running sets. So, but that's, that would be my concern if he went to L.A. with LeBron. I know LeBron is smart enough to understand stuff. If he has somebody that could do it, but he likes to have the ball too. Yeah, but not as much as he did. I mean, he's going to be 39 years old. He's right. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I if, if, if LeBron would hand the the reins and the basketball at the end of games to anybody, it would be someone like Chris Paul. It yeah. wouldn't be, you know, Booker. It wouldn't even be Jamal Murray. It wouldn't be anybody like that. But Chris Paul, yeah, that relationship. And really, Chris Paul is probably only going to play 20, 25 minutes, maybe. And yeah. probably at the most important part of the game. So, you know, and when LeBron's out, which he's going to be out more now this year just to survive, you know, and you have Chris Paul there. But, you know. Uh, I want to get to this uh, question Adam has for you, uh, Mo. But before that, you, you keep saying uh, Chris Paul should only play 25 or 30 minutes. What What is the difference as you get older in those, okay, instead of playing 35 minutes, you're going to play 30? How does that, how do those five minutes accumulate over the year to save a guy? Oh, well, they, they accumulate. And it's not like, so you say five minutes here, five minutes there, five minutes there. That doesn't add up to 15 on your body. That adds, adds up to about 30 minutes, you know, <laughs> especially when you get older. And, uh, you know, all these guys, when they get at this age, you know, they're icing down after games or in a cold tub. You know, it's tough recuperation. And five or six minutes, uh, you know, if, you, if you're used to, you know, if you're playing, uh, let's say, you know, the stars, I mean, look at the, the Denver Nuggets. Those guys play 42, 43 minutes a game. 
They're younger. But but mark my words, the Joker can't play 40, 43, 45 minutes a game anymore. That's too much. So get him to around 41 or 42 is a big, big advantage. So when you get older and you go from, you know, say 38 to 30 or 31, that's huge. It's just, it's like a whole quarter, you know, when you think about it. Because most players, you know, out of a 12-minute quarter, they're playing you know, eight to 10 minutes out of that quarter. So now you kind of eliminate one whole quarter of banging and, and all that stuff. It's a, it's a bigger deal than people think. Yeah, yeah. I, <clears throat> uh, this is from Adam. Uh, I know times change, however, Big Mo. Can you believe the value of contract <laughs> that these players sign these days? Generational wealth. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know what? Uh, you know, all the like when I came in the league a hundred years ago, my contract was sixty-five thousand dollars. That's what it was. I mean, you know, but I was happy to get it. You know, and I played a game I love. But when I look back there, I remember in the league, Larry Bird, Doctor J, those guys were making five hundred thousand. That's not even minimum anymore. I mean, those yeah. you know, Magic Johnson signed after his first contract. He signed the first million-dollar-year contract. I mean, that's, that's around minimum now, but you know what, that's, and it's not the value of the dollar, I'm telling you, you know, people say, well, you made a hundred grand, that's worth 500, no, it's not, <laughs> you know, yeah. it, there's a little inflation there, but it's not like what you think, but, you know, more power to them, uh, but you're talking about uh, Bradley Beal's contract is $210 million or 15 million, right? The next four years, I mean, you know, you just have to, you know, put it in a bank and collect your eight or ten percent interest, and your whole family, grandkids, their grandkids are set for life. So, you know, it's a whole new ball game. And uh, Adam, you know, it's that's, that's they make more than that in their endorsements. So if, if Bradley Beal is making two hundred and fifteen million in the next four years, double that. So he's making half a billion dollars. But more power to him, you know. Yeah. I wish yeah. I had one. Just one. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're about 20 years too late, man. Uh, 30? 30 years too late, yeah. Oh, 35. And, uh, yeah. Uh, actually, we got some more comments uh, here. Uh, 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 yeah, it, it seems like, uh, this, I think this came from uh, Steve, uh, that Isaiah Thomas is going to be part of that uh, uh, front office with the Suns. I know he and uh, Ishbia are, are tight, and uh, so he's going to be leaning on Isaiah. Any any thoughts about your former teammate? <laughs> great player, great guy, great teammate. Not sure about his decision making in the front office. Um, you know, I mean, back in the CBA days, he kind of messed that up. And the New York Knicks fiasco. So, you know, he, he's a good basketball mind. Um, you know, uh, we'll see where that goes. Um, sometimes you just have to stay out of the way. <laughs> you know? Uh, thanks for answering the question, Mo. Appreciate that. That was a, uh, a great answer, uh, Mo. Uh, the insight on that and those five minutes, how those uh, five minutes uh, uh, add up. 
Now we we got the draft coming up Thursday. Anything you're looking uh, looking for, going to be watching out for in particular? Well, I guess I would look at who's going to be the forty first pick, right? Because that's what Joker was. On <laughs> the forty second, because that's what you were. That's what I was. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, the the draft is you know it's pretty much a crapshoot. I mean. You know, your 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 uh, your draft. All these guys are so young. You're drafting on potential. There's uh, one the Yamba, uh, Yama, uh, you know, the the seven four French kid that you know. I, I watched him. I was at this game right here. He obviously runs the floor. He has an eight foot arm span. I mean, it's just phenomenal. It's, you know, I played against some long players and seen some long players, but he might be the longest I've ever seen. And he's he you know he's athletic. He's got a great touch. Uh, runs the floor. Uh, one of the things I was really impressed was with was his shot blocking. Uh, he really great timing. He can block shots without fouling. Um, he's not a post up guy, but he has that you know dirt shot, the one legged thing. He's got turnaround jump shots. He can he can run pick and rolls, handling the ball. Um, there's his shot block right there. You know, and he does it without fouling people. But he is only about 215 pounds. I mean. You know, uh, but anymore, the, the league is, you know, more finesse, I think. There's less physicality, um, you know, you know, but, you know, he's going to guard the Joker. The Joker's going to back him down and just abuse him. But his lamp might, if he plays a smart fight, might bother him. But, you know, here's a guy that, you know, he's obviously the first pick. He's got deep range right there. Um, hey, but, but when you see him shoot that shot, if you're playing against him, Aren't you saying, brother, you can have that shot all day? No. I mean, that, he's, he, he's a really good three-point shooter. You got to make him put it on the floor, hopefully come with some help, make him pass the ball, see if he'll turn the ball over. I mean, you know, he can shoot that shot. He can shoot it all day. I mean, uh, you know, the, uh, you know, the biggest thing he did was, uh, you know, and that and is he shot this a three in France. He shot a three in France. And tipped up his own rebound, but anyway, you know th this is uh, uh, Henderson, uh, who's uh, played in the Ignite. I've seen him practice. I've seen him play. I've been around him a little bit. Uh, he's more of a true point guard. He's strong. Uh, he can finish. Obviously, his jump shot is suspect. Not a great three point shooter. Um, really, for the young man, he is. He can. He commands um, uh, leadership. Uh, he knows the games. He had a high basketball IQ. My problem with him is he floats sometimes. You kind of forget he's on the floor. He'll do stuff like that, and for five minutes, you think he's the best player on the court, and then the next five, he might disappear on you, and that's a concern for me. Um, hey, but when you say when you say he floats, is that what he, is that? Are you explaining what you mean when you say he floats? You don't know he's there. He, he, he's gotcha. not impactful. He, he's, he doesn't get to the basket strong. He doesn't defend or rebound or push the ball. He doesn't take the ball or basket like that. So five minutes, he won't do any of that. So he's floating around the court, not being effective. Hey, uh, I, I want to go back to Wimbiana for a second. Uh, Steve has a comparison there. Is he like Sam Bowie? No, no, not even close. No, Sam, Sam was, uh, Sam was, athletic like this, uh, but he didn't have the touch like this. Uh, Sam could block shots. I think uh, 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 
Victor Wimbiamba is is better shot blocker, and uh, I think he runs a little better. Uh, um, I compare him. He, he was saying uh, Sam Bowie, right? That's what he yeah. said. No, I yeah. compare him more to Ralph Sampson. Uh, Victor is more like Ralph Sampson. You know, Ralph, Ralph Sampson. If Ralph Sampson was playing today, this is what he would do right here. That would be Ralph Sampson. Wow. Wow. Well, that's a long way for a seven-four guy to shoot it. I guess I'm just, I just I want my big guy a little closer to the basket more. Not, not if he's 250 pounds, you don't. Yeah. Because <laughs> then you'll have someone like me beating him up. No. Yeah. That, he's not. <laughs> this is how he's going to play. If people think he's going to be a, a, the Joker back to the basket, off the elbow guy, he's not. That's not him. Well, well, you know, uh, and we talked about it a little bit last week uh, against Monaco in the uh, playoffs that eliminated his team. He struggled, and they were very – I was reading about it, They were very physical with him. Yeah, everyone's going to be physical with him, and he's going to struggle. I, I'm telling you, next year everybody thinks he's going to he's going to come in and, and uh, you know, own the league. No, he's not. He, he's not. He's going to have he's going to have phenomenal games. He might have a game with 30 and, and, and 15, and then the next night he might have 9 and 4. Because he's a young man, he's only 18 years old or 19, and you know he's not built for the league yet. You know he yeah. won't be in his prime for another five, seven years. So yeah. you know if people think he's gonna every night he's gonna perform, and it's not. He's gonna be up and down. He's got great talent, but you know he's he's people. He's 215 pounds. You know, I mean, he's going against guys that are 240, 250, easy. Who are grown men. Yeah, who are grown men, and that's when he played in the French Championship. That's who he played against. Right. He played right. against a center that played for four years with the Houston Rockets. So right. you know, but he is a uh, he's, he's a you know he is a game. Ch- I mean, you're gonna have patience. I mean, listen, they laughed, laughed at the at the Dallas Mavericks and Dirk Nowitzki. They laughed at him his first year in the league. He averaged seven points a game his first year. Dirk averaged seven points a game and five rebounds. So, you know, and that and Dirk is probably one of the top power forwards ever to play the game. Wow. So, you know, he struggled too. So, you know, this kid is he can he can get there, uh, but you know, there's gonna be people laughing at him next year. Watch. And, wow. and you know, he should just go talk to Dirk, you know, because Dirk was very frustrated his first year and you know, and people were laughing at him and laughing. You know, and it just took time. So, you know, this is this is the reality. And, you know, that's what the draft is. You're drafting potential. But, my God, he's seven four seven five with an eight-foot eight, eight, eight arm span. I mean, yeah. I mean, when he when he gets catches a lob, his chin is above the rim. It's freaky. Yeah. And, uh, Adam, thank you uh, for checking in with us from Aussie land. We appreciate you, brother. You have a great day. Over there, uh, whatever time it is, yeah, it's already Wednesday over there. I'm sure. Yeah, uh, I think so. <laughs> Thanks. So. Yeah, and, and uh, Steve, uh, that's right. Dirk was drafted by the Bucks and then traded right away. Yeah, yeah and then they let him go. Too bad. Uh, Milwaukee. That, that that was a done deal before he was even drafted, though. That was yeah. already done. Yeah, because uh, the only people that really went over were Donnie Nelson that went over and watched him in Germany. 
Dirk Nowitzki won't put won't eyes up when he played at the uh, a Final Four. He played in an All-Star game during the Final Four in San Antonio uh, against United States players, and that's when he woke up a lot of people. Ron said it's midday Tuesday. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What I'm talking get about, Wednesday. Yeah, get yeah. Some, yeah, get some. Yeah, it's not two days. Come on, get some lunch. Get some lunch, Adam. <laughs> Appreciate you, brother. <laughs> I mean, hey, let's hey. Talk, we're, we're talking about uh, Wembeyama. Let's talk about Chet Holcomb, right? Chet Holcomb yeah. came out last year and, uh, you know, 7-3, 7-4, handle the ball, shoot. You know, he got hurt in the summer. We haven't even seen him. He's actually going to be officially going to be a rookie next year. So he's going to be fighting against Victor for rookie of the year. But, you know, uh, that's going to be interesting. But, you know, these things are sometimes can be hit or miss, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, hey, hey, Mo, I was going to, I was going to ask you about um, when guys come in young at, at that age, I mean, very young, out of high school. I guess LeBron was probably the closest I've seen to just being ready to play coming out of high school. But most of these guys need how, – how, how much time do you give these kids? Well, like I told you before, when you're in the draft room, you say, hey, we're, not, we're drafting these guys to play for some other coach because we'll be fired by the time they can play. I mean – you know, I mean so, that is. I mean, you joke about that, but that is an absolute fact in a lot of well, cases. You're drafting 18 year olds, 19 year olds. Yeah, I mean they're going to play against 30 year old men. So you know, I think everybody's kind of different. I mean, you know, you look at Christian uh, Braun Brown. I always call him Braun because that's what you know. But it's Brown. You know, with the Denver Nuggets. I mean, he's a you know he's an end of first round uh, uh, pick. You know, nothing nothing spectacular, right? He's not really super long. He's not super athletic. He, you know, he, he shoots the three, but not knockdown three. But he just plays hard. His body is kind of built like that, and he's tough. You know, so, you know, he can come in and be impactful for a team right away, and he's on a team that's going to give him some minutes. You know, because the Denver Nuggets aren't very deep. They play six or seven guys. But, you know, some guys take longer, and some guys don't, you know, they, they never come, turn into what they were supposed to. So that's why... You have to be cautious when you're putting all these expectations on these young kids, you know, and, you know, I keep saying, you know, you, you, they laugh at Dirk. They're going to, you know, they're going to laugh at, you know, they could laugh at Victor uh, Wimbiamba. Steve, you're right on point, brother. I'm fighting these <laughs> allergies tonight, man, but I'm going I'm to tough through this. Hey, hey, Mo, uh, we see all these deals going down. We're talking, you're hearing about maybe uh, Damian Lillard on the move. Surely we're going to hear some more news. This is draft week, so we know it's going to be some other stuff going down. But what is Denver thinking? Well, I mean, if I'm Denver, they need a legitimate backup big, right? They need someone to back up Joker. And, and I think they need another wing uh, three and D guy, you know? And, and that's all they need. They have all their guys are, are, are secured up for a few years, you know, but they can't sit still, you know? You know, they have to make moves. So if you're, I'm sorry, but if you're playing DeAndre Jordan in the NBA Finals as your backup big, that, that's that's a red flag there. I'm sorry. You know, so, you know, but here's what we're going to see on Thursday, though. And we're seeing it right now, right? So there's movement in the draft. Um, Brandon Miller, the kid from Alabama who was, uh, at the beginning of the year, picked, like, the number one pick, right? Right. 
Right. So he was the number one pick. He's dropped to about four or five now, because uh, so he went to some. He went to Charlotte and had workouts um, with Scoot Henderson, and Scoot Henderson performed well. And supposedly Brandon Miller did not perform so well. So you'll see some. My here's my here's my uh, two cents worth on Thursday. In my opinion, you'll see Brandon Miller probably drop down the list from he was at one. He's at four now. He could drop to seven or eight until someone takes him. You never know. And uh, there's two twins that uh, uh, they played with Overtime Elite. That's a program out of Atlanta. Wisconsin Brothers. Yeah. So they had they uh, they signed high school players and young players, and uh, they make money and play. So the Thompson brothers, uh, Amen and Asur, Asar. Are both six eight, super long, athletic guys, really young, really raw, that are moving their way up the up the uh, ladder. Um, you know, I, I'm interested to see where uh, Grady Dick goes, the three point shooter from Kansas, six eight, uh, shoots the light out of three. Because here's my opinion: Kristen Brown playing as well as he did in the finals is going to lift Grady Dick's stock because he played at Kansas. He played the same position, and in my opinion, is better. So his stock might rise. So stuff like that's going on. Here's my pet peeve, though. I looked at the, the mock draft, Ricky, and uh, uh, there's only, out of the 60 picks, there's only eight that are 6'11 or taller centers, only eight. And here's my point. Over the last five years, the MVP of the NBA has been Embiid, the Joker twice, and Giannis. They're both, they're all seven foot. And the person we're talking about, the hardest to guard in the NBA, is the Joker. And he's seven foot center. And no one's drafting him. Maybe they're not out there, but they're not trying to draft him. And I know one guy that's out there that now is going back to, to Purdue is um, Edie. Uh, Zach Edie. Edie. Zach yeah. Edie is seven three. Uh, 300 pounds, uh, college player of the year, averaged 24 points and 13 rebounds and two block shots a game, and uh, no one was going to pick him in the first round. That is absolutely crazy. That's mind-boggling. If, if you know he's going to be young, but he's got the he's like to me he's like in between Brooke Lopez and um, uh, Yao Ming. He's kind of in there. You know, he's got a good touch. He makes 80 percent of his free throws. He's not as, he, he, you know, he, he can't move as well as Lopez, but he moves better than Yao, who's gonna, in the Hall of Fame. Uh, you know, so that's mind-boggling that NBA teams are picking guards and wings and three out of three Ds and all these, and they're not picking like an Edie who, you know, I, I, it's mind-boggling to me. So, uh, you know, that's, that's my uh, venting for the night of pick some big guys, man. Yeah, and, and really, with the exception of the Golden State championships, we've had big guys. You look when the Lakers won it. I think that was twenty. They had the uh, White Howard. Yep. They had the uh, uh, Saul, and had Anthony Davis. Yep. Playing big time minutes. They yep. they were a big team. Yeah, I mean, all I'm like. Everybody had trouble with the Joker. Everybody had trouble with the Embiid. You know, these big guys, you know, 
Giannis is a little different, you know, because he's more athletic. Goes, but these other two, you know, so why wouldn't you want to try and get someone? I'm, here's here's a name I'll throw at you, man. Right but they had, but they, but even with Giannis, they had Lopez. Yes, yeah, exactly. So here's a name: Tristan Vukovic, seven foot, two hundred thirty pounds, Serbian. Uh, that's projected in the second round, just like the Joker, around forty-two. Watch that name. <laughs> Wow, that is uh, yeah. That I I I'm going through our comments. I think somebody brought that up earlier about uh, uh the big guys uh getting overlooked. I I don't know, no. But here's a problem. So if you're not Wembyamba, and you're not like that, and you're 18 years old or 19 years old, and you're a big guy, you're 10 years from your prime. 10 years. Yeah. The prime of big is 30 to 34. So NBA, NBA scouts are afraid to take chances on them. But I mean, if you're Zach Edie, who's 20, 21 years old, you know, you're closer to you. That's the mind boggling thing. Yeah. Hey, hey, what do you think is going to happen with uh, Damian Lillard in, in uh, Portland? I mean, that, you know, Everyone says, you know, Miami's after him. Uh, Boston might be after him. You know, people like that. Uh, but then I just saw today that, you know, they're, they're working out there. You know, they're working out all the draft picks. Uh, and, you know, every NBA team brings the draft picks in and works them out. Their coaches work them out. Some of the play, and he's been in those. He's been at those workouts in Portland. So to me, that's that seems like he's staying. But you know, obviously, he's a valuable asset that that a lot of teams want and need. However, what you have to give up to get him is another question. But but my only thing about that, they're kind of stuck there. I mean, they're not going to beat anybody with just him there. Nope. They, no. I mean, they got a hard time winning a, a series. Yeah, and they're not, I mean, Clippers, I don't know what happened to them. They should be there. Denver, uh, Lakers, maybe. Uh, Dallas, maybe uh, Oklahoma City's coming up. Um, you know, Memphis, Sacramento. I mean, that's eight teams right there, right? I mean, yeah. you know, so yeah, so you know, maybe he has to decide, or you know, hey, I, I need to go somewhere, and you know, maybe I have to take a pay cut or a rearrangement of my contract, or if he wants to make a run at this thing, because it's not going to happen in Portland. Yeah, uh, it, I'm, I'm reading the Celtics plan to sign Jalen Brown. Uh, they they do not plan to uh, trade Jalen Brown. Brown, and it looks like they're going to sign him to a supermax extension. Yeah. Okay. So what we what did we talk about at the beginning? Five years, two hundred ninety-five million. What did we talk about at the beginning of this this show? I don't get that one. Man. All the lying that goes on right now. We're not yeah. trading him. We love him. He's part of. <laughs> yeah. See you later. Yeah. This is a business. You know, Portland's yeah. Portland is pick, looking at picking uh, a man Thompson, one of the twins, at the third pick. So right. you know, but but again, he's eighteen years old. You know, so he's not going to come in and make you a contender right away anyway. So you know, yeah. And, and Mo, when when you hear that, you you learn that personally here in uh, in Detroit, right at the trade deadline. They said, Mo, you're not 
You're not going anywhere. No, they told me that when I was buying my house two months before. <laughs> and that was a, two months later. That was Trader Jack McCloskey too, right? Yeah, I mean, it's a business. You saw, you know, Chris Paul was on Good in America today. You know, he found out yeah. he was traded on the plane, flying there to New York. And, okay. and he told him, this is a business. Anything can happen in the NBA. I mean, you know, all those guys that are drafted on Thursday might be changing the hats one hour later. Hey, right. okay, you're this one, I'm that one. Give me that one, okay. <laughs> I, I always remember Kobe Bryant. I think he had a Charlotte Hornets cap on. Yep, absolutely. He got, he got traded. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's part of the business. I mean, you know. We need to see some twin tower lineups. So, well, you you see it all the time, Steve, in in um in Milwaukee with yeah, uh, Giannis and, and Lopez, and exactly. they are very effective. They are very effective. You got six eight. You got no. You got yeah six eight six eleven seven foot. That's your that's your lineup. Lopez, Middle uh, Middleton, and Giannis. That's, that's your lineup. Yeah, yeah. And then you bring in Bobby Porter as well. He's six nine, six ten. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's, you know, I mean, you can't the 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 the, the, the years of the big man. That's not dead. It's just different. Yeah. I mean, look at that's look well at said. End. That's look well said. Look at the MVPs. They're all seven foot. The last five years, every MVP has been seven foot tall. The best player in the NBA has been seven foot tall. Yeah, that that is uh, well said. Uh, Mo, any any final thoughts um, before Thursday? No, I mean there's going to be some more shifting going on, um, some more lying going on. Uh, <laughs> you know, the, the draft is interesting, but you know, I mean, truthfully, if you're talking, you know, you're talking Victor Wimby on the Scott Scoot Henderson. It was Brad Miller, but his stock is dropping. After that, it's a crapshoot, right? You know, you got, you know, all, all these guys that, you know, have played and had, you know, if I'm there and I'm in the top five, I'm looking at Grady Dick. I know I'm a KU guy, but there's a six eight six nine guy that can shoot the lights out, you know? Yeah. Cool. I mean, shoot, he's, he's, he's like the next uh, Duncan Robinson, except probably better, shoots better maybe. I don't, I don't know. But, you know, there's going to be some shifting in. You know, I'm interested to see if Brandon Miller drops. He's already dropping a little bit if he drops more um, or not. Because he's, to me, he's one of the guys that's ready to help a team right now. 6'9", can handle the ball, shoot, strong, finish, tough, you know. But, you know, there's, you know we'll see on Thursday night. One of, another one of most pet peeves. Uh, Steve, you're right. OKC got a million draft picks. And Mocha care less. Yeah, I mean, what, what, what do they have? They have, so they have 12, right? They have the 12th pick, right? I don't yeah. know. They don't have anything after that. I mean, you're looking at teams that own the draft. Orlando has the 6th pick and the 11th pick. Will they trade and move up? Do they want Scoot Henderson? Do they want somebody else? Uh, Utah has 9 and 28. Houston has 4. That's valuable in 20. And Indiana has 7 and 29. Uh, but if you're OKC, your roster is already a college roster. They're all 19, 20 years old. So you can't win a championship. You can't get into the finals with that. You need some veterans on that team. So that's what's going to be interesting, you know, uh, because they have a lot of young talent now. I'm talking about, you know, that uh, valuable. It's like in baseball, if 
if you know if the Dodgers or somebody has some you know ha has some people in, in their minor system like pitchers or you know cleanup hitters or stuff those are valuable trade assets Oklahoma City has them but are you going to keep going it's the future we're building for the future we're going to draft another 18 year old and he's going to come in and he's not going to or are you going to make some moves trade one of your assets and trade some draft picks and get some veterans in there then combine them with those young guys and maybe make a run at something mo uh, over the next eight drafts okc has 33 picks how many are how many are first round uh let's see uh <laughs> because uh, you one, know, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh, they have eight first one. Yeah. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. But some of these are their own. So I, I don't have time to count. To, yeah, to, I mean, it's a, to me, look, look at the draft. If you're not picked up Victor Wimbiamba, Scott, uh, Scoot Henderson, one of the two twins are Brandon Miller. What's the point? Right. That's six. So if you're picking anywhere below six, what's the point in these draft picks? That right. second rounder, you can buy for a hundred grand. So, yeah. you know, that, that, you know, that those draft picks to me, to me, you know, what my personal opinion, those are uh, front office people protecting themselves saying, well, we have all these assets, yeah. you know, and we've really built these assets. They don't mean anything. You know what? You know what means something? Wins and losses. Yeah. Uh, 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 playoff victories. Playoff series victories. That's what matters. Draft picks and young players. Who cares? I mean, I, 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 I am so with you on that, Mo. I, I am so. That just seems so hollow to me. Thirty-three picks. I think they like say we have thirty-three picks over there. Yeah. It's, it like, sounds, it's like hoarding. Hey, look, I like all this. Yeah, but it's yeah, it, it sounds good, but there's no there's no substance that to nobody that. Nobody wants. I got a, I got a house full of stuff. Yeah, but nobody wants it. Nobody yeah. wants your stuff. It's garbage. Most of it's garbage. So here's the the safe thing to do is keep doing that. Keep your job. The 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 ballsy thing to do and what you should do. Is you so one of your young player that is into people want him? He's probably one of your best players. You should package him and and ten of your draft picks and get two veterans that can help you win right now and help the young players get better. <laughs> hey Mo, one, one last thing we hadn't talked about this guy in a while, and he's available. Porzingis, talking about a seven footer, a big guy. Yeah, but what's his status? He's not a free agent, is he? He, he has player options. Yeah, so he has to decide, you know. But and and free agency starts. You got the draft uh, Thursday, and free agency starts on the thirtieth. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, uh, Pozingas is towards the end of his career, though. I mean, he's 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 come off a little bit, right? Yeah. I mean, the uh, the bid that I was looking at was. Um, Trying to look for his name right here. I, I, I took a note here. Uh, he plays for uh, the Bulls. Um, uh, is that is that Vukovic? Yeah, Vukovic. Yeah, good he player. He, he averages seventeen and ten. He's six ten, six eleven, two hundred sixty pounds, and he's a free agent. So, uh, and uh, Pozingas is making you know thirty or whatever he's making. You could get a younger Vukovic. 
and sign him. If I'm looking at a center, that uh, an impactful center, that's the guy I'm looking at. And, and especially if you are West and you got to play against uh, Joker, yeah. he's got the size to at least battle with him, son. You you have to. I mean, look at you know you could just see it. You know, uh, Miami didn't have any size. You know, they, they just couldn't battle, and that cost them a championship. And if if you're in the West and you're trying to get to the finals, you better find someone that can battle him. You know, yeah. you have to, or or you're just you're just treading water to, to lose in the final in the in the West finals. <laughs> yeah. Well, big fella, we're going to get out of here. We want to thank everybody for tuning in. Hey, we've got an international audience, and we really appreciate it. Keep coming back and checking us out. Uh, and share with your friends. Have your friends join us. Love it. Absolutely. And don't forget, uh, you can catch this show and all our past shows on Believe. That's B-L-E-A-V dot com, where you get all your – or where you get – any of your uh, favorite podcasts, just look for We Got Next with uh, Ricky Hampton and uh, Paul and we'll, we'll probably be doing something Friday maybe after the draft. Oh, yeah. We would definitely uh, have a, a, dra- a, a definitely have a draft roundup, uh, break this down. No, I, I can't wait. I, I think this is really going to be interesting. Hey, uh, and your team in Detroit has the fifth pick, right? Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, I was looking at they're looking at uh, Cam uh, Whitmore, I think. From Villanova. From Villanova to add to, uh, what, uh, Duncan, uh, Cunningham, uh, Jay Knight, and Ivy. And they got a yeah. good group of young players there, man. Yeah. It could be yeah. interesting. To yeah. guess, guess what they need? A big. A big guy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, we'll see. But, but until then, I'm Rick Hampton, Big Mo, Paul Mokeski. Peace, everybody. See Peace you soon. Look, look for us after the draft. We'll have something for you. Okay. Take care, everybody. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.